The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Baseball season is right around the corner in the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and SeatGeek are on a 30-day tour with fans from around the major leagues. Listen in as we talk about where to get a bite or a beverage pre- and post-game. Best place to sit at every ballpark for favorite food, favorite players, and favorite moments from all 30 stadiums around the big leagues. It's the 1420 Fan Experience Ballpark Tour brought to you by SeatGeek. Let's get into it. 1420 Tour brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks in the process. Uh, next stop on our world tour, we're going to stay on the East Coast, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Citizens Bank Paul, uh, Ballpark, home of the Philadelphia Phillies. Joining us uh, today to fill us in on all things Phillies, Steve Reichel of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. How you doing today, Steve? Oh, I'm great, brother. You know, just, just, just another day. Spring training baseball is finally here. Uh, you know, uh, us Philly fans can get that that raw taste out of our mouth that uh, th- that the uh, Houston Astros le- le- left on us at the end of the World Series. I hate the Astros. So close, I, I think, so far, my friend. I think we're all in that that agreement. Unless you're an Astros fan, nobody likes the Astros. That's the thing. Uh, before we get into baseball, tough one a couple of weeks back with the uh, the Super Bowl. Was that a penalty in the fourth quarter? What, what's your thoughts on that before we get rolling? I don't want to bring up oh, bad memories I'll say and bad like thoughts. This, but... I, will never, I will never sit there and, and go and say, this is why we lost. No. You let them back in that game. You played like crap in the second half. You don't get to blame James Bradbury. You don't get to blame the referees. You point that finger. Where does it come back to? Yourself. Okay? Yeah. You you let them score the way you did. You could sit there and say, "Oh, the the, the Quez Watkins drop was big. The penalty. If you stop them once in the second half, we're not having this conversation. 100%. We're talking about how Jalen Hurts has has done done the impossible in three years." I, I I completely agree. Everybody says it was the call, and they they wouldn't make the call. Oh, I mean, is man. it a penalty? I, not listen, a penalty. I'd love calls? I'd love to sit there and say that that that's the reason. No. No, that's no, not the reason. It's not. They 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 just they, they didn't make a stop in the second half. If you stop Patrick Mahomes once, once yeah. in that second half, we're we're not having this conversation. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's tough because they had. But I'll he, say the one thing that, that you have to say: Jalen Hurts arrived. No more talk that he can't throw from from the pocket. The numbers prove it. He was the best pocket passer in the NFL last year. The best. So it's not the improviser. That's not why. His big thing is yeah, he does hurt you with with the RPO. And he does have nice weapons around him now that makes this team special. And it should be fun to watch the next the next five, ten years, whatever it's going to be, when you have Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown. Uh the human highlight reel in, in Devontae Smith is 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 beyond me. I, I yeah. was excited when the draft pick happened, but seeing what Devontae Smith did the last two years, you go and bring AJ Brown in, you're gonna you're gonna re- restructure things. I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen with the running back and miles. You don't know what's gonna happen with the defense. I think that's the biggest question moving into the season is can the Eagles bring back the key guys that they have to and let go of the guys that, that are gonna hold them back. I don't I, I firmly believe James Bradbury's gone. Don't and do not blame him one bit. Javion Hargrave, he's gone. He's going to get twenty to thirty million dollars a year at that position. He's averaged ten sacks a year for the for the last two years. He was hit here in Philadelphia. He was da- he damn near hit twenty last year. So that that that's the biggest thing. The 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 you know. Then the other question is you know is Fletch coming back? He probably should retire. Uh, Br- Brandon Graham will probably come back on on a team friendly deal. They have a good core. 
You got Nicobe Dean is, is the next heir apparent there, middle linebacker. You let the TJ Edwards walk. You have a lot of cap room to get Jalen Hurts in long, long term in a team friendly deal. Because if anyone heard anything, they asked about the contract right after the Super Bowl. He said one thing that that made me fall in love with that kid even more. He's like, I can care about the money. The money will be there. I want to win. That's and that's the biggest thing. You and see this that? is why this is why Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts has been propelled in the way he has been. Why he's been held in such high regard by both his teammates and the coaching staff. His every everything. Why Carson Wentz was rained out of here so fast is why <laughs> is because the intangibles that Jalen Hurts brings to it. I was dead wrong on this guy. I was so hard on him last year, so hard. But what he's done in this past year, no one's made a jump like that since Peyton Manning. Remember yeah, Peyton Manning's first year? He was not. It was everyone was like, oh, good. he's One a bust. He's a bust. I think it was that bad. second year, Peyton, Peyton started hitting things. It's like, oh, okay, he could do it. That's what just happened this year with Jalen. Let's be honest. Hundred percent. And and now we're we're talking about we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna edit rules for the quarterback sneak. Oh man, y'all pathetic. The league is it's odd. The, the, the way the league is ran, it's odd. We could talk about that for hours on end, and it's crazy oh, yeah, that yeah. the it's rules that the fun, rules man. that they it's make. Be, I can't wait for what's going to happen. The draft, the off season, whatever. It, it's going to be a long one. I can't wait for for July, September to roll around. We talk about football again, but that's not why we're here today. We're here to talk about some spring training, some baseball, right? Some ba- baseball season's upon us. Spring training games are on. I got three three going on down here in the, in the fourteen twenty sports bar. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Citizens Bank Paul Park in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania uh when you go to a game like how many like what's the uh, the go-to spot before the game you you want to have I mean, a, just, a, a beverage listen, here if anyone has here. ever tailgated in Philadelphia man it's it's always the parking lots man you know you know you know uh, uh you have a you have a lot of you know uh that that family atmosphere down there that that party atmosphere down there you know like you know like kind of I guess you you know your typical uh college frat frat guy type, type situation and it's always it's it's, it's for the most part it's, it's good heart hearted fun and and you know pe- people are generally you know uh it, you know not not that that aggressive philadelphia fan that everyone everyone feels like but typically when that happens yeah of course we do we do a lot of razzing and and you know we're we're uh, i guess uh, a lot in your face as, as a lot of people say but as long as, as as we all take it within stride, nothing ever kind of really develops out of it. But uh, you know, heading down to the stadium, it, you know, always uh, try to get down there, you know, a few hours early, get 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 the tailgating in with uh, with, you know, your friends, your family, your 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 common folk as far as uh, baseball fans goes. It doesn't matter if we're talking baseball, football, basketball, whatever. It's the same thing for Philadelphia fans. No, it's uh, like I, I was going to ask you a little later on. We'll get right on it. Do Philly fans get a bad rap? But my my brother was just there two weeks ago, um, hanging out. His his uh, his wife's cousin is the goalie Listen, coach for the Flyers. I'll, so I'll I mean, he said it was great, but he said, but but he's also amongst Philly people. Do Philly fans get a bad rap? Yeah, we do. But some of it's deserved. Some of it's deserved <laughs> because just like any fan base, you have pockets uh-huh. full of idiots that have no reason le- being a fan of the team, let alone being at a sporting event. Like uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in that run at 17, there's so many different videos of nonsense going on. You had, you know, uh, the little kid getting in the, getting in uh, the old old lady Vikings fans face, basically yeah. uh, spelling out F you and things of that nature. You had idiots being drunk, be, you know, razzing each other, made, made some drunk kid eat, eat a pile of horse dung. I mean, it was, 
There's some crazy stuff the Phillies fans done. You know, the one you always hear. We threw snowballs at Santa. That was 1968, guys. We're still talking about that. Yeah, that one, that the booing Santa Claus. That was a lot. Does anyone remember the context of, of why we booed Santa Claus? Why snow snowballs were th- no, you don't remember that. You just know what happened. Clickbait and, and, and snips. We yeah. all I'll say it like this. There is no one who cares more than no one who is more passionate about their sports team, regardless you're talking baseball, football, hockey, basketball, whatever it may be, than a Philadelphia sports fan. We are completely invested in the team, the, you know, the, you know, you know, every, everything about it, the player. We want the best from you. You had a bad day. You're going to hear about it. You saved us in a bad spot. You're going to hear about it. It's, you know, you get the pro, you get the con. It's all up up to you the you know the consumer the athlete on how you're going to take it you listen to all, all the guys that came to the eagles over the last few years T- tell me anyone had a bad experience hell you've had rivals come here james bradbury w- was a giant before he came in here Th- did he sit there and talk talk about how terrible philadelphia is he's he's getting ready to leave is he talking about how terrible philadelphia fans are no he's not i wonder yeah. why that is we are just invested fans, they, they, just like any other fan. Are we obnoxious? Are we in your face? Probably. Probably. But I don't think it's warranted, man. Like you 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 look you look at, at the superstars that are here in Philadelphia right now. Jalen Hurts, Bryce Harper, Joel Embiid. What what is the one thing you hear about here from the three of them is how great this fan base is. Yeah. No, it's, are, are they it's are, great. are they impartial because they're here? Maybe, maybe. But name me a team, city, or fan base that goes above and beyond their team more than Philadelphia fan does. You could say Dallas Cowboys fans, Yankee fans, because obviously you have a long, rich history, things of that nature. Like you could sit there and say, uh, you know, you know, New York Ranger fans that you know, you know, they're they're you know, obviously passionate about about, about like there, there's aspects and things like that but what i think makes philly special is four for four across the board it's the same way baseball football hockey basketball that's fantastic. and you can throw combat yeah. sports in there because we're, we're we're fighting tan we, we love boxing we love mma things of that yeah. nature. Little, little little bit of rough and tumble from what i've never been but i've, I've heard it's a it's a great town it's a great sports town there's no no getting around that you're you're so you get you get done tailgating you have a couple of pops in you whatever it may be and you go into the stadium what's the uh what's the go-to food uh inside the stadium once you're you're in the citizens bank ballpark actually before we go what what's like, is there anything around the ballpark that you, that, that that someone who hasn't been there before might want to go look at? Um, like you, you, like people remember. Obviously, this is now what the third different stadium that the Philadelphia Phillies has called home. So, obviously, anyone who was around for Veterans Stadium, there were statues and things like that that was on the outside, and they made around the ballpark. They made places to to kind of re- replace that and put things like that. You know, they're you know depending on on the day activity. You know, that they, they have they have you know pop up stuff for the kids and things of that nature yeah. but there's always nostalgic type stuff to walk around the ballpark where you can go and and kind of enjoy some, some of the history of uh, of what this franchise is um so yeah i mean you know you got one of uh you know robin roberts is, is outside uh you know you know one of the gates you have another one of schmidt outside of one of the other gates so i mean it's you you have some some cool history some cool things to kind of look at and things like that you know, not only that, like, listen, it's your first game. Make sure you always you you, you head over to uh to customer service to get your 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 free certificate and things of that nature. They give to the kids and stuff like that. So yeah. just like just like you do it in any other ballpark, you know. 
Yeah, no, it's I, I'm looking forward to going. Like I've been to New York a number of times. We're going to make the trip trip over to, to Philly this time around and, uh, and and catch a game. But uh, you get inside the park. What's the like? What's the, your go to beverage? What's the uh, what's the food the food and uh, food and beverage situation like inside Citizens Bank ball, Ballpark? Uh, I mean, like just like at, at any place, anytime you go to a ballpark anymore, you know, obviously you're get, you're you're getting gouged. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy it to, when it comes to the drink or the food, but. I guess the food of choice here in Philadelphia is the Schmitter, obviously named after, uh, you know, uh, former Philadelphia Philly Mike Schmidt, you know, probably being, you know, arguably probably the, the most famous Philly that, you know, we've had in, you know, the last 30, 40 years. 100%. I don't think that's even questionable. Like, there's another guy we'll talk about a little later, but yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's a few. There's, yeah. you know, there's some, we, like I said, when we get into that part, like, I, I don't have one, man. Like, like we're, we're talking about what we're going to talk about before. Yeah. I don't have one. I say uh, there, there's one per generation. 100%, yeah. Uh <laughs> Inside yeah. the ballpark, like a lot of ballparks, I talked about this the, the, earlier on. A uh, guy from uh, New York talking about uh, the uh, city field. Uh, ballparks seem to me to have a lot more stuff going on to keep fans out of the seats and wander around the ballpark, get in there a little bit earlier to uh, to spend more money, obviously, because that's why they do it. And they, the, the stuff for the kids. And then there's there's always a Hall of Fame. There's always a museum. Does uh, Citizen Bank Ballpark have all that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, like you know, where you get in your VIP section, like there, there's you know, you have a kids' ball court, all you know, all kinds of stuff, you know, <laughs> you know, th- things that things of that nature, man. It's uh, it, it's pretty fun, and then the, like you said, like they have you know your main concourse basically out there, and uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, right center field where you know, you know, m- most of your 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 big food places are. Uh, the other one is the uh, the chickies and Pete crab fries, man. Those are those are the other one that, that that's on that list, man. It's it's it. <laughs> you can't go to a, a game down there without without them crab fries. Oh, really? That that good, hey? Yeah, man. It's like you know your your crinkled fries sprinkled. I guess what. If you would have to generalize, I guess it would be yeah. an old bay seasoning. You get your you get your cheese cup, man. Make sure you make sure you get a couple of them things with a drink. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's funny how like so, some some ballparks just have a certain food. Like in Seattle, they got the, they got the uh, garlic fries that are the, 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 it's and it and the way it just permeates your your skull with the smell as soon as you walk in the ballpark. Yeah, I'm getting those all day long. It's funny how there there are things. It's there's not just all, a, well, yeah, it's, it's always not just a, a hot dog, dog and, and, and a type of fry right? when like you get to a baseball game. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, when you go to a game, like where's your uh, like uh, how many games a year do you go to? Couple, couple, three. Maybe. I mean, it all, it all really depends. It varies, it, you know, each year, each season, you know, how good they are, what what you're able to kind of put together within the family. But yeah, I try to catch, catch, catch a few a year. I mean, as far as seats go, I, I just go where, where, wherever I get available or, or that I get a hold of, you know, I've been, you know, from veteran stadium to citizens bank park. I've been all the way up to the 700 level. I've been down, been, been down, you know, you know, third baseline, you know, you know, even I, I, you know, I, I even did a, a thing a few years ago when like my kids were first really kind of getting into it where we went uh for a couple of road games. So when we went, you know, uh Camden Yards, we you know, we went th- we went down there down there to Washington. So I mean we we had some, we had some fun going to different ballparks as well, but yeah, nothing n- nothing beats home. Nothing. hundred percent. You 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 mentioned Veterans Stadium a little bit. What's your memories of that old of that old place? Because it, it came in those cookie cutter stadiums. You, you had Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and, and the Vet. The bowl stadium. The, That's what it was. The same. They're the same place. What's your memories about the old Vet? Oh man, my first game. My well, and the fun and the funny part is my first real memory of Veterans Stadium. Like 
baseball game was like you know winning some stuff when when i was uh in boy scouts we wound up catching a uh cubs game and this was uh this was like 89 or so so it wasn't yeah. too far after that 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 sandberg trade so you're able to kind of see that and then you know watch him kind of beat up on our phillies a little bit but my i guess my fondest memory isn't even a baseball memory my stepdad uh, wound up getting Eagles playoff tickets. It was the first time they were in the playoffs. It was that Lions game when they blew the Lions tail. Yeah. Randall Cunningham's on the sideline because his wife's pregnant. He's got the pager the whole night. I remember that, yeah. And it was just one of those games I'll never forget when Ronnie Pete hit hit uh, Ricky Waters with that freaking bomb. It was like it was like 50, 60 yards. Never forget that. It was that that there's no place like Philadelphia for playoff sports. I'll tell you that right now, man. It's it's another level when. You know, you've seen it like, you know, uh, this past season with, with what the Eagles did. What When you get in, in that stadium, in this environment, in this city with playoff, baseball, football, whatever, it's an, it's it's another level, man. Yeah, that, that Phillies team, they made a, a bit of a run that was on, like, this, we're talk, we'll talk last year's team. They they made a run that was just not, it, you, you didn't see it and coming. they were like, banged up, all. man. People tend to forget how banged up that Phillies team was last yeah. year. Like not only like like all right, Bryce was hurt and that was the big thing, but they were banged up in the pitching staff. They were banged up all over the place, and they went put a run together like the way they did, and then do what they did this off season. Man, they I, I don't care. I don't care that the Mets. Signed, I don't care what the Mets did with Verlander. That don't mean nothing. We still got we still got Nola. We still got Wheeler. I I, I like the fact that Painter's gonna gonna have a chance to to make a a a, a rotational spot this year. You go make the trade for Turner after you lose Gene Zagora. So you got Hoskins, Turner, Harper, and Real Muto. On top of having Kyle Schwarber, who's coming off one of his best home run seasons as a pro. Yeah. In this ballpark, man, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun summer, man. They 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 they're gonna put up some runs. They're gonna be a fun team to watch. They're gonna put up some runs and they're gonna win some games. It's just that that division's pretty tough with with the Mets because they got a they got a, a good team. And then the Braves somehow they do it year in year out. I'm not really sure how they they piece it together down there in Atlanta all the time, but it's something else. No, that Phillies team, like it to watch that last year, uh, like we said earlier on, every, every I think everybody outside of Houston was hoping for the Phillies to pull that one off and and, and just couldn't get it done. What was what was the uh, the mood like around Philadelphia? When the when the the final out and the Astros in it win oh, that man, World Series, just like it wasn't the Superman heartbreak, man. It's just like you you that team was special. Everyone everyone in the world could see how special that team was. The chemistry, how they played off each other. Reese, Bryce, JT, Kyle, all all them guys. Gene Segura had had some big big at bats, man. Like it was just it was a fun team to watch, and they've been a fun team to watch for a year. For a while, it's just they were finally able to put it together and get into the postseason. That's kind of been their biggest thing is staying healthy, putting everything together, and getting in the postseason has been their biggest bugaboo. Now that now you, you bring Bryce in at, at you know in 2018, and here you are, you know, four four years later, and you you have a team that can compete and potentially give yourself a world championship. I hope that Bryce is able to do it. The fact that you bring in a guy like Trey Turner, somebody they have that that long history with one one another, I think that this should be a fun team to watch over the next few years. I would not be surprised if they win one, if not multiple, world titles. I, I agree. They, they 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 were so close last year, and then they bring in some some different some different bodies to help out. And I I think people, um, I think the uh, biggest surprise, the thing that no one talks about is how good Ranger Suarez was in the playoffs. Man, he yeah. was so clutch. 
and then you bring him back this year. You you got you still have Tawan Walker. You have Painter. That's the bottom half of your rotation. We haven't even talked about you know the steps Nola is going to take and and what Wheeler is to this team. Wheeler's your ace on top of Nola being your ace. Yeah, you got two two top two top guys, and you get in the you playoffs. Got two guys that can win twenty games. You yeah. have two guys that can win twenty games. And you get in the playoffs with those two guys. That's that. That should be two victories. And that was right? that was the thing. That I think the roughest part about that about that run is that neither one of those guys was right in the playoffs. Yeah, Nola or Wheeler wasn't. If you can change that narrative this October, this November, we're going down Broad Street. And the thing about about the uh, the Phillies and we'll get to Bryce Harper, like you mentioned, is that he gets such a bad rap out of every every other in every other fan base and every other market because he he just has that attitude about him. But I think Philly's the kind of place where he can shine a little bit and have and a little the, bit of flair. He, he's got a little bit of grit. Arm, he's if you look at it, he is the Philly persona. Yeah. Little grit, you know, little, little you know, screw you a attitude. A little bravado, a little cocky, but but when it comes down to it, he's still humble and he backs it up when it comes down to it. Yeah. No, he's you a hell of a guy player. that's passionate and you see that fire out of him. And that's why I think it's still so funny that you see all these NFL teams being so mad at Nick Seriati this year. He embodies what this city is. Yeah. You want a coach like that, regardless if we're talking baseball, football, or whatever. Like everyone still wants to hold on to this Tom Landry suit and tie, and you have to hold your. That's not what 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 sports is anymore. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that. Like I was just thinking about like Harper, how he's got this flair and the whole bit and a little bit of personality, and people complain about that. But then you go the other the other end of the spectrum where you got uh, local product, uh, local kid Mike Trout who plays in, in in Anaheim, and people complain about that he doesn't have enough. So like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Like, in the middle, like Jeter, who was uh, obviously I'm a Jeter guy, but he was ki- kind of bland throughout his career. So what do you guys, what what, what, what does the media, but here's what, the thing. What, Jeter what do fans was, want? Was, right? was a leader to the, to the men, not to the city, yeah. not to the fans, not to the management, to the men in that locker room. That's all he had to do. The rest of it you takes had care of other itself. Guy, you had other guys that, that could do that, regardless of if, you, if you're talking about, you know, you know R- Rivera, Andy Pettit, wh- whoever was in was on, on those teams. Like, you had guys that could step up and be that guy where Derek didn't have to. Didn't have to. Publicly. Yeah. But be behind the closed doors, you don't know what was said. And that's one, exactly. that's one good you thing about you these. You don't know. Like, like, until, like, like until all, the, all this stuff started coming out, uh, with with the NFL over the past, you know, five five years or so, all the behind the scenes and the locker room stuff, you didn't know who the leaders were in this team. You assumed it was because who they put the C on their jerseys. But yeah, those, I've, just I've never been a big C, C on your jersey, jersey don't guy. mean you're not a leader in that locker room. Like if if you need a, if your team has to have a guy with a C in his jersey, then they don't have any leaders, right? It's like if you can't just lead by example or, or go kick kick a garbage can or whatever it might be to get your team going a little bit, and you need a guy that says you're the captain, your team ain't going nowhere. It's just not like it's. I understand why they give a CL, but it's it's. If you need a, if you need a captain, and that's well, why you look at like, football. Remember yeah. they they went and added more to it. They now you yeah. have to have five. Remember there was only like three for the longest yeah. time. Yeah, and the only the only well, football's just a different breed. Like the coaches run the asylum on that more than the players do, obviously. But it's a, it's a different thing. Uh, in Philadelphia, that you've had a, gr- a great. Great team. Last World Series was in 2008, 2009. Uh, lost, lost to my man, Yankees, and you came close. Y'all this year. stole one from us, man. And then you go back to uh, '92 when they lost to the Toronto, Toronto Blue Jays. '93, '93, '93. The Blue Jays broke our hearts. Yeah, what do you remember about that World Series back in '93? Because like, here in Canada, everybody was jumping up and down and going a little bit crazy. What do you remember about that '93? That World was Series? another one. I thought, I thought, I thought, you no, know, the Macho Row guys were going to do it, man. Yeah. 
Because they had Larry, quite, quite the group Anderson of characters. Shut you guys in the eighth, and then Mitch Williams just gave it right back to you guys. It's rough. Yeah. Quite the, I, quite I the group of characters that on that game. team. I, yeah. got, I got it. I was at my grandmother's house because my mother worked, worked nights. I remember creeping out of my bed, getting in trouble, being yelled at. Hit the home run. I started my like, no. My grandmother's, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'll never that forget out. that. It was that was your first real heartbreak. You know what I mean? You know, they you know, that Phillies team, that was what was it? Lenny Dykstra, Darren Dalton, John Crook. That they had so many fun guys on that on that Grit team. Grinders, but, yeah. Grindy kind of kind of players that yeah, uh, Pete Pete and Gavilia, Jim Eisenreich. Yeah, it's so many characters on that team. Yeah. No, Kane Jackson was the biggest one, and no one even remembers him anymore. No, you don't like because like, the other guys were so like larger than life. You had, and, and they, you had and like Schilling and other guys like that on the rotation. Yeah. No, it, 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 you mentioned about when your your team has heartbreak, and I, this is going a little bit off top, and your team loses. It's like that feeling is almost worse than the feeling you get when your team wins. Like that, like it just wrenches your gut apart. Like your team wins, you're like, hey, that was great. And you celebrate for a day, and then it's over. But when your team loses, you remember that 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 could go on for for days on end. You're like son of a like it, you can't let it affect your life. You still got to go to work and do whatever you got to do. But it, when you lose, it hurts more than than the feeling you get when your team wins for the, if you're, for the elation that you get. It's it's so close. Have it. It's so crazy how those two things are so close in one one another. Yeah. Like the 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 emotion. Like obviously, it's two totally different things. But yeah, man. Like when you when you when you wind up, I think the biggest one is when you wind up winning the one you're su- you're supposed to lose. Yeah, you know what I mean, out of nowhere, and that and that was why I kind of felt like that that oh oh nine Phillies team. Like obviously that Yankee team was special, but so was that that Philly team with uh, when they brought in Cliff Lee and everything like that, and it just it it, it never worked. And I really felt even worse. Uh, what was it? Uh, two thousand eleven. When you know set 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 the franchise record of wins and get swept out by the Reds. Yeah, I forgot about that actually. Yeah, and the, you know, the, those ones. And that, that's what ended, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Captain Clown Ryan Howard's career. Yeah, he uh, he's got he, he's 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 called an all time great for he's the Phillies, not. but I don't think he is. I I, I think I don't want to say overrated, but he's he's a little overrated. In fact, he's a, he's here's a, one of the things I, th- I think he's properly rated in the city that is that outward I think think because he had that great rookie year he was he was the good home run hitter and things of that nature yeah. that everyone feels that like oh he should be a hall of famer no he shouldn't that guy fell so short in so many different things you know granted he's a silver slugger that when the, what what an, wasn't consistent wasn't like a gold glove first baseman or anything like that he would get these hot streaks where he would just hit the ball. That was it. The thing about baseball compared to the other sports you watch, like like hockey, and you can see the 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 flyer jersey behind you there, and and everything else. The thing about those those sports, you can have all time greats that don't win, and you you remember for that. Baseball is one of those sports. I think you you kind of have to win to to get to get that that well, national recognition one. because you got one. You got I mean, one, if anything, but, yeah. I would have to say. Out of those teams, the guys that are most rememberable isn't Ryan Howard. It's it's Cole Hamels, it's Chase Utley, it's Jimmy Rollins. It's not Ryan Howard. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Utley was good, and so yeah, like those guys you just Utley named, was the guy fantastic. everyone remembers because because he was so drunk at the parade. He's in there, he gets <laughs> on, they give him the mic, and he's just like world epic champs. <laughs> he loved it. He was it's just great. Hammered. 
you uh you 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 get to a couple games a year and it, like every game has its own thing and every every game has a, a situation where it might not mean anything it might be a tuesday afternoon in july that you end up at the ballpark uh and then something cool happens and you and you you were there for it and you and you, you look back is there is there a moment like that that you can remember at, at the ballpark or or back at, at at the old vet that you go at a game where you go I can't believe I just saw that and, and this is my moment whether it was with your your family or with some buddies or what do you Tell me about that moment. The 20 inning game against the Padres in the 93 season. I was at that game. Yeah. Stay the whole thing? No. We, <laughs> Grandma was like, after, after 15, <laughs> Grandma was like, all right, we're going home. Yeah. But as soon as we walked in the door, watch Mitch, Mitch Williams hit, 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 you know, get the game running, running RBI to, to, to put it away. But it was just one of those things. It's like, I remember that game vividly. It was just, it was back and forth. And then, you know, you, you, you get, you get in the extra innings and you're sitting there. <laughs> Me and my brother are trying our dances to make my grandmother stay through the entire game. But I mean, like I said, that team was fun. That team was special. Um, you know, I mean, I caught a couple other games, but they were just like, like you said, it was just, sometimes it's just, a, you know, a, a, a day in July, a day in August, you know, it was, you know, I wound up getting tickets from a friend a few years ago. Uh, I wound up be, because the day before it gets rained out, I wound up getting a double header. Yeah. So, you know, me, me, my girlfriend, and my kids go to the game and it was an overcast day. So the next day we wound up spending sunburnt on a day that didn't have a single ray of sunshine on us. Yeah. So we get sunburnt in an overcast day <laughs> watching a double header. Oh, it's great. Like yeah. Park. So it's just like, you gotta pick and choose, man. Like so I'll say this much. If you get get in there, but just make sure <laughs> you find an overhang. <laughs> what are some uh be, we'll get to the extra innings here in a second, but what are what are some uh like do's and don'ts? Like what what's some things that to avoid maybe a little bit? What's some do's and don'ts when you go to the uh the, the, the big ballpark in Philadelphia? Well, make make sure you try to try to eat or drink beforehand so you so you you, you don't have to have to pay uh for uh you know a, a ten dollar drink or, or or whatever but like if you do enjoy the food there make sure you do catch it um obviously uh for you for you opposite fans don't try to engage in in, in trash talk with us because it's not going to end well uh okay i mean i, I think that. that's the biggest one like i i say it a lot of times like listen, don't, don't even wear your your team's colors man just go go there wearing a regular t-shirt pants and a hat yeah it's a, it, it, i mean like it all depends like we we all have our own personalities and things you're big just don't 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 try to sit there and get in a a, a screaming match with with uh joe philly fame because even even little little Johnny Philly fans gonna get in your face and give you double birds too. Yeah, don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. The best way to avoid a situation, Steve, is to avoid a situation. That's been kind of been my thing hey, for my entire life. Laugh. Right? You just smile, laugh, and ignore. Yeah, smile, that, that's laugh, right. And ignore. That's exactly right. I mean, there's uh, some situations where you can't. I, I remember being at a game once. It was for the Thanksgiving Day game, the first one that the Eagles had. And people were like deep frying turkeys. Seen idiot sees an idiot walk, walking by with a Cardinals jersey, and they throw the whole turkey at him. <laughs> I'm like, he's a Cardinals fan. He's not even a real rival. They left their division like ten years ago. Yeah. I'm like, I could see if it was a Giants fan or even more so a Cowboys fan. It was a freaking. It was, 
He was a Cardinals fan. He wasn't even saying anything. He like, who hates the by. Cardinals? Like, who hates the Cardinals? Except the Cardinals fans, maybe. Like, really, when it comes down to it. Like, who, like uh, the I Cardinals most, have such a... the NFL hates them now after after the how that field looked after that game. I think the, the that whole... That was a debacle. I cannot believe that. Like, that is crazy how that was allowed and how that... Like, you, it's, it's the NFL... It's the National Football League, my, my a multi-billion-dollar industry. Why I and made fun of that field. situation as much as I did is you have a field that is retractable that can go outside in in the desert. So why don't you make an actual field and? Yeah. No, we're gonna go with synthetic grass. Gotcha. Yeah, it do- it doesn't make any sense the way that all. I, turned I out. agree because the conversation started earlier in the year about how. You know, you know these owners, and they get paid billions and billions of dollars. That these these players should be playing on grass only, and I agree with it. Yeah, just and that that's in any sport wide. that's played on grass, soccer, football, whatever. Make it league wide. Hey, baseball this, this too. I don't want to see synthetic fields. Are you kidding I me? I totally agree. Totally agree. Like we did, we dealt with this with, with Philadelphia Veterans Stadium. It was literally the worst turf stadium in pro sports. There was yeah. a reason for it. Hell, the I, I vividly remember the 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 um the Ravens game that got canceled because Brian Billick said I'm not putting my players on that field. Have a nice day. That's crazy. It's it's actually like, it crazy that that was allowed for so, so many years. It, literally, yeah. you see, it, I don't care if we're talking baseball or whatever. There should be grass field. You guys, you you guys take too much money from from the consumer, from your state, etc., to not have this done properly. The field shouldn't be shouldn't be uh, a, a deciding factor in 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 a, in a match between two teams that that, that, that they're going. Well, I don't all think out. the field was ever a deciding factor for the Super Bowl, but I don't think I, the the field should should have an effect on how the game is played. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. It doesn't matter if, if you're if we're talking football, if we're talking baseball, if we're talking soccer. The field should not affect the game. It yeah. should be the one thing that is a non-factor. It's just here. It is. You're playing. You should be able to play anywhere, and this is this is what you got, and this is what it is. Like no matter where where where, where that that event's and, being and this taking is place. What, and this is what corporate greed gets us. There's a lot of corporate greed. It seems to be getting worse, but we won't talk about that a whole bunch. It, it, it does oh, seem to be getting worse, especially across across professional sports. You see, oh, and, and, and the more the more I do this, this stuff, the more you're like, oh, okay, that's how that works. Oh yeah, that's how that works. And you kind of I know. Well, like I said, like I've been doing this almost ten years, probably about ten years now. Yeah, and. Listen, there's corruption on every level. It's it's up to what you want to talk about, what you want to ignore, and 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 who can do anything to change it. Sometimes it's a big no to all of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you can bitch about what what's what's going to change nothing. Yeah, it's, you're going to listen. That's right. You know, uh, favorite Philly of all time. Let's 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 go when you were a kid. Let's go back to like oh, when you were between it's the without ages, a doubt. Of, ages of ten. And, to Michael 20, Jackson. It was always my favorite, man. But but. I did did have a love for for Steve Carlton. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm a left-handed guy, so of course I love lefty. Yeah, you know uh, Schmidt and Carlton were probably one of the first few autographs I got as a kid. You know, I still got I have a a, a Schmidt and Carlton ball, and I have like a a, a unique print on my wall for that's yeah. signed by Schmidt. Awesome. So like, you know, th- those were all. He always, always seemed like a class guy, like a class class guy. He seemed. Yeah, but it was one day he had a love hate. Him and Carlton had a love-hate relationship with the city of Philadelphia. I don't know if it was the media, because the media is another thing. Like, just on top of, you know, we talk about how crazy just the fans are. Well, the media takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. So, 
don't know if that really played a factor into it, but like like I said, as I got into the nineties, you know, you know, Schmidt, Carlton are gone, you know, it became the dude. Everyone loved Dykstra, but you know, Darren Dalton, again, another another left-handed guy. Yeah. Always had love for him, was you know, was fortunate, was able to meet him, you know, before, you know, uh brain cancer, you know, it had taken yeah. him from us and things of that nature. Was able to like meet him, meet him with my daughter when 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 she was like two or three years old. Was able to get a picture together before all that. Um, there's a lot of fun guys, and then like I said, you get into that those early 2000 teams, man. There's so you know, like yeah, you know, Jimmy Rollins was obviously on the back end of that, but like some rough times in there. You know, Kurt Schilling was was a fun guy to to to, to, to watch play here for some time, but then you know he left, and then the whole Scott Rowland thing and. You know, I know he just went into the Hall of Fame, and I know some fans are still on the wall. But listen, he said something this past week that he wouldn't trade his time in Philadelphia for anything because it taught him how to be a man. It taught him how to be a player. taught him how to hustle. taught him how to be a pro. And regardless if we didn't get the overall outcome that we wanted for, from from Scott or not, he was in an impossible position because he was the guy who was supposed to replace Mike Schmidt. And I think because That's of that— tall order. I think because of that, the Philadelphia meter was ungodly, unruly with him and just did not give him an inch. And it just got to the point where he didn't want to be here anymore. I don't think it was the fans. I think it was the media. I think that's the common denominator that people really need to pay attention to when we're talking about Philadelphia, the media, not the fans. Like, it's funny you mentioned that because like like a football season, 17 games now. So there's 17 times plus a few practice sessions, media sessions is 17 games or 17 weeks, whatever it is. A baseball season is 162 times that these guys have a microphone on their face. And if, if they're, if they're, if things are going bad, it's, it's daily where, the, where there's a microphone saying what's wrong. What's and that, that would wear on a guy. There's no getting around it. No matter how much money you're making, you're still a human being. And, and, and your psyche is going to, going to take a bit of a beating because you don't lose your skill. You, you lose the stuff between the ears. I think it's the biggest thing. The, the mental toughness in all of sports is so unreal, especially when you get to the professional level, because it's, it's ratcheted up 200 times more. And then you even more so when you get into those higher pressure situations, when we're talking about world championships and things of that nature. Yeah. So it's, it, it's rough. And then like you were sitting there saying with baseball players, it's even worse because it is in godly long. Yeah, like, I mean, it starts today, and they're going to have a microphone in their face until at least October first, and that doesn't even make the, include the playoffs. So you think how long that that's going to be going on? And you'd be like, I just want to go for a beer or or whatever. Like it's just it's crazy how that like, people forget about that these guys are human beings, and yes, they do have media coaches and everything else now, and mental strength and all that. It's a lot different now than it was twenty years ago. But yeah, it's tough. Uh, now, prediction. Now you're talking about favorites, so I got something for you. I got okay, go ahead. For you. I like stories. So, who do you think is probably the most beloved guy from that from that that you know uh, that that '08 run on? Pi what? Shane Victorino? Yeah, the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian, what do they call him? The Hawaiian night not nightmare, though. Yeah. So obviously, you know, uh, you know, uh there is going somewhere. He's the guy I probably wouldn't wouldn't care if I ever met him again. Would Uh-oh. never reach out to him to have a conversation, nothing. So was that one of those, you know, big signings or whatever? My daughter was the only person she wanted to meet. Mm-hmm. 
paid for the autograph, whatever. He couldn't even take 10 seconds to lift up his head and say hi. Unbelievable. Because he was too busy on his phone. Even worse. Then I heard a story that he's a womanizer, that he's a real POS. Like there's uh, PJ Willihans that's kind of attached to the backside of the stadium that he would always be unprofessional with the servers and things like that. And things of that nature not a, a, a completely surprising thing to hear from a from a professional baseball player consider how much they travel and things of that nature yeah. but it's like one of these things where a lot of people in that in the city kind of hold him to a high standard because a lot of the stuff he does and he should be but we should all to ultimately judge the man on who the man is himself not just on what he does to give back 100 percent. so one of those things where Love what some of the things that he's done for the city, but don't really care for him because obviously the personal thing with my daughter goes and pays for a thing and he couldn't even give her 10 seconds. And and that's the thing. Like, it's it's not like, I mean, the, the 15 bucks or 20 bucks, whatever it is, or whatever a ticket like that. that, I, think that it was, go- I, think, I think that one was 45. 45 bucks and, and then you, you buy your ticket to the game three times a year four times a year whatever it's 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 the the owners that make the money from the network deals and everything else that that pays their salary but if, if people weren't watching they wouldn't be on television so they a lot of these pro athletes they, they i think they lose touch on that a little bit um uh, most are great but there's the odd one and you go that guy is such a douche nozzle i can't t- i just i'm good i it's, there's a lot that you go why like it's it's why act like that and it's not and it's not like he was was uh inconvenience he he signed up to do it right so he knew he yeah, had, so, like i guess he knew he had to be away I, for I an hour situations from where guys are walking in and out of place and they completely blow off these kids you know people are like oh he uh, that's they get mobbed outside of a outside of stadiums outside of restaurants etc etc and sometimes they just want to go do what they want to do so i don't completely diss that but it's like one of these things where like you've seen i think there was videos over over the past few months of uh of Russell Westbrook, you know the yeah. the the you know the the former Laker just blowing off some kids who trying to have some autographs signed. Oh, was on his way out, and the media's already running them out of town, so they're running them down even more. Yeah, it's... But it's not like he is. That's not like these guys are th- these kids that went to like a uh you know uh spending time outside of practice and or they're at a game or etc this is that's on his free time so i try to hold that with a grain of salt when i go to judging the man the character of the person yeah because you can't always expect these guys to sign whatever whoever shows up that's not expected but like you were sitting there saying when you're going to an actual event like, dude, take the freaking five minutes to hey, give, give you know, look I, up, hey, what's up? Give him. And he gave her a high five, but he was like, hey, what's up? He yeah. spent more. I'm taking a picture. I'm taking a picture of the bottom of his of the top of his head. That's a that's a bad look. That is such so a it's bad like, look. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, you know, don't know exactly what was going on. Maybe it was something really important, whatever. But maybe it's something you could have waited 15 minutes till the signing period was over because they yeah. normally don't spend more than 20, 30 minutes doing it. At 45 bucks, 45 bucks, 45 bucks, 45 bucks, right? Like here, like it's it's crazy, yeah. Uh, prediction for this season for your Philadelphia Phillies, what do you got? Short of 100 wins. Uh, I hope they win the division. Like you said, it's it's rough, man. You got 
Atlanta, who's always tough, and they're just you're just two years removed from a World Series yeah. and a Mets team that's retooled. They they have a Jason Verlander. They they ha- they have a solid core guys over there. You don't know what you're gonna get from the Mets, but the one thing you can count on the Mets is they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot. Mets are gonna met no matter what. Yeah, exactly. The Mets are gonna met. Yeah. I'm more. I was more worried and have been more worried about Atlanta over the last. They're they're young. They're tough. You know, you know, uh, Acuna Jr. is probably one one of the best right fielders in baseball. That that's uh, that's under the age of thirty. Yeah, no, they so, somehow they just retool every year too. It's it's crazy how they can just year well, in year out somehow they just do that by good, by good by good drafting. But by, by and they're getting Soroka back from his Tommy system, John and everything else. And yeah, which you go and look at Philadelphia. That has been their biggest problem over the last thirty years is being able to develop talent. Literally, that's why that 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 late 2000 team became so because they they did get guys and not only that 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 they also got got really good at yanking guys out of out of other teams farm systems that they didn't protect on rule five and turn them into players jason worth the aforementioned shane Shane victorino guys like that were brought in to make the core of that team, and then it didn't help that you that you that it also helped that you drafted a Ryan Howard, that you drafted a a, a Chase Utley, that that you know that you drafted these guys. Everyone forgets about about Carlos Rodriguez too, was you know who's arguably the guy that made that that team go. He was he was the catcher. He was their captain. Mm-hmm. He ran the pitching staff. He ran that team. That that he may have not have been the most prolific guy on that team, but. Carlos, Carlos Ruiz was one of the big reasons why those teams became who they were. But uh, it's all around around building that team through your farm system. The Phillies haven't been able to do it. They had to bring Bryce Harper in. You have to bring Trey Turner in. Kyle Schwarber. Nola's the only guy that they've really drafted. Scott Kingery's now getting a third shot. He's probably not going to get it. Bryson Stott and Alec Ballmer looking like they could produce into being all-stars, maybe superstars, you don't know just yet. So you have to hit the drafts in order to build your team for runs. Yes, you do have to bring guys in via trade, via free agency, just like any any other sport. But it all starts with your team, your front office, your scouts, building yourself a team for the future. 100%. Like, everybody always talks about how much how much money the Yankees spent over the years. Uh, and when they Can were you spent- imagine if they didn't spend the money on, on wasted, like, the, the insane payrolls they had, and they only wound up getting, what, two, three championships out of it? They, like, the, and that's what people always say. They, they bought World Series. They, when, when, when Steinbrenner was really spending money, they weren't, they weren't winning a whole bunch. The so early they, 90s, I, I, would, I yeah. would say that that was the hat because it, it was the kind of the real big bang after after free agency really kind of made made an, a, a real impact with baseball and yeah he did buy one you yeah. know you know you bring the, two, in the 2009 Clinton. team they, they bought that 2009 one. there's no doubt about that bringing in sabathia uh and uh who was the uh, uh burnett and and uh, aj burnett pitching there and and to share they, they bought that one there's no doubt about that but like you said built built through the draft the core four they're all drafting developed guys but this is a yeah, well, you, you had bernie right? so, you had jeter and you had you had rivera those and, those and were posada like, was the there right. that. Yo, yeah jorge too man let's yeah. not forget about so that and they're, and they're all drafting developed guys and so you, you yep. can go and spend you can go and spend on the on the back end if you have drafted developed guys you aren't spending a whole bunch of money well, that's, on that's, that's what yeah. you're supposed to do with it anyways you're supposed to 
build off them, get them in, 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 and try to get them in long contracts early so you don't have to pay them $20, $30 million a year until after they're the age of 30, and then maybe you don't, and you just let them walk. Let them walk. I mean, it's hard to believe that's 27 years ago, that first one in 96. Man, that's a long time ago. Uh, let's do some uh, extra rings, some quick ones. Ready to go? Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Day games or night games? Night games, fuck the sun. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. How old is too old to bring your glove to a ball game to catch a foul ball or a home run? No age. No age. Uh, best Man, cheese- you, you ever, you, they put a netting up around the, 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 line, the, the lines of first and second base tells you enough. There should be no age limit to the point Bring of your glove bringing to a glove to the game. You might I not catch it, but you myself. might knock it down. You might knock it down. It won't hurt your hand. Um, you you want to get stung with a, with a line drive like that? I don't know, man. No, it Catching hurts. Baseball hurts. It hurts a lot. <laughs> uh, best cheesesteaks in Philadelphia? Never go to Pat's and Geno's. I'm going to repeat it again. They are tourist attractions. Stay away. People who come from outside always go to Pat and Gino's. That's this what you see on mistake. TV all the time, yeah. This is a colossal mistake. They are terrible. The meat is terrible. The cheese is terrible. The best thing about Philadelphia cheesesteaks has nothing to do with the cheese. It has nothing to do with the steaks. It's the rolls. They will always be the rolls. And with that being said, it's uh, it's Steve Prince of Steaks for me. But, you know, a lot of people like D'Alessandro's. A lot of people like Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's has gotten a little commercial since he blew up over, you know, yeah. when they, what was it? When he did the Invincible movie? I think that that's what it was. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Tony's a good dude. Tony is, Tony Luke is a, is a good dude, but um, he did get a little commercial, but that's what happens when you really blow up to that point. Like, it, the business doesn't become your business anymore. It's like almost like a side thing and, it's, and things do fall off. Tony, Tony Luke's is up there, but. Steve Prince of Steaks, man. It Steve is the Prince place. of Steaks. I'm going to write that down and make sure I uh, make sure when I'm in Philadelphia. There's two. There's two of them. Right. There's there's one all the way up in the northeast by me. There's there's one I think, uh, like 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 another five to ten miles from that, but it's not around the stadiums. Okay, I got you 100. I'm with you. Uh, have you ever ran the, the the quote unquote rocky stairs? Ran the stairs. No one in Philadelphia does that. I know. I just. I don't know why that's a thing. No <laughs> one does that. I don't care if you're five years old. You just found out about rock. No one in Philadelphia does that. That is a tourist thing. It's the same thing. Of why do fans go and put their sports gear on Rocky? No one cares about the Rocky statue. <laughs> I love no it. No one cares. It's been moved three times. You think we care about it? No, I, I wouldn't think so. It's, mean, it's something that the world knows that makes Philadelphia a special place. Sylvester Stallone in the Rocky movie. The only reason it's there is the prop w- w- was made and it was too damn heavy and they didn't want to pay to move just it. Just leave it. It ain't, it ain't hurting nobody. They leave it here. For that. Leave it here why without the pigeon's it, why, nest on it. Who I, cares? I want to know why is everyone so obsessed with the Rocky statue? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just thought I'd I love Rocky. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Rockies, it's one of the one of the big things of, of Philadelphia. It's one of the lore. It's it's it, you know it's developed a new spinoff. We're we're uh, two weeks away from Creed three. Yeah, Rocky so, two I mean, is still my on. favorite movie of all time. Rocky two. That's that to me. That one's the best one. Uh, I'm torn, man. Like, listen, I, I love the early ones. You know, um, Rocky four is something special, man. That 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 that's like the 
the the soundtrack of of, oh, yeah. of, of, of every man all that, the survivor that, songs that are on that area yeah. oh true. man <laughs> no easy way out yeah, oh yeah 100 that's another fun one but you know rocky five was also fun I, I have an affinity for 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 tommy gunn i think more people need to learn what really happened to tommy gunn yeah, I I read your stuff on that a lot. And it's yeah, yeah. It's, I listen, mean, I, I listen, listen and yeah. Listen, when we talk about corruption, there, there's another one right there. Everyone we'll, we'll, to go we'll, go, we'll get go together and later on. We'll have a, another discussion with us in the coming weeks to come because yeah. a little bit of a downtime here. Uh, last one: Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. That that's not even a question. This at this point in time, you're keeping him out despite yourself you're cutting your nose off despite your face for absolutely yeah. no reason sports betting is what in in the modern world now it is an acceptable freaking thing we could debate all we want about him trying to you know you know him betting the fact that he was betting on his team to win for the longest time is beyond me we are we we don't know for a, an a thousand percent fact that he wasn't play, playing both sides. You don't know that. And, you, and, and my thing is you look at most of it, we're sitting there seeing guys now, right now in this day and age being, being punished for the same thing. We just watched Calvin Ridley sit out a year of NFL football for betting on his own team to win. We just watched an NBA coach lose his job for betting on his own team to win. When are we going to stop being this ridiculous with betting? And we then take money and then take is. money from from whoever bet US or or that, that's bet 365 you're, you're, or this or you that. Can't have, you can't have it both ways. Or you draft cannot have like it the, both the, ways. the money uh, What the, I think they should do is if these guys do want to bet, have a broker for the league for the FBI or whatever that they have to go to. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I mean, otherwise they're gonna find Uncle Johnny here. Yo, go, 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 go. Put two K on. Go, go. To, put two K on the Knicks tonight. We go. We gonna win. Yeah. Like we shouldn't have to have these situations where they're doing illegal stuff when it's a legal thing in our country now. It is acceptable thing in sports. They bet on just about every aspect of it. NFL took it to a whole nother level. Because you have prop betting on who scores what, when, where. Like, it's yeah. and e every, it is evolved uh, to the point. The fact that we're sitting here talking about Pete Rhodes not being in the Hall of Fame for this is utterly sickening. It's almost as ugly as them sitting there holding these freaking baseball players out for steroids when they were freaking complicit in it. Yeah. The MLB was 100% complicit in it. Oh, this is what we need to save baseball. Juice it to the gills, guys. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. They they found out about it. Oh, we have to bury these guys. So guys like, like McGuire, like Palmera, like Sosa, like Bonds. You're trying to tell me these guys weren't Hall of Famers before that? Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are two of the best baseball players of all time. You're They're not out of your mind. It's, it's, it's ridiculous to me. This old, it, this old boys the, club and I old think rules the, and everything the, else Right ridiculous. now, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame is the biggest joke in pro sports. 100%. There should be absolutely no one outside of baseball veterans voting for who's supposed to be in or out. The fact that you still have writers involved with that is sickening, disgusting, and it needs to be taken care of. Because writers, you have you have writers, a lot of writers. I'm glad you got you you, you got on that. We'll end it here. But how writers, there, there's some that don't even uh, put a guy on. They, they 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 submit empty ballots. But then why have a vote, man? Like why? Like if it's, you're gonna it's, have it's empty your ballot, job. take them off. He he's out. No one should ever. There should never, 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 never be a a Hall of Fame 
class that has less than a handful of people. There's too many guys, past, present, and wet, and let's even throw Negro League in there because yeah. that has to be done too, which is done on a regular basis now anyways. The fact that you don't have five inductees each year is sickening. Whoever's not voting, not putting people on their ballots, get them the frick out. How do players get better? Like this is good. Like how do players end up getting better? If you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer in, in year in year one when when you're eligible eligible in. Put in ten. Like just put them put them all. Like you don't get better over time. In fact, people lose their memories and, and the guys actually get worse. So how how a guy becomes a Hall of Famer in you know year ten really and it wasn't in year one? Year, That's ridiculous. Right? So so Alomar gets in right. So why is Dick Allen not in? Is he not? Is is he not the mold of what Roberto Alomar is in in the in during his era? Yeah, I don't get it. Like the Hall like of we have are... so like and we could talk about this with baseball. Football is just as bad, but they at least put a handful of guys in each year, both both from your current class to even your senior committee. Yeah. So I think they have it have a, a fairly good process on. I think that like you still have egregious cases like you just had Daryl Revis go in. Well, what about Asante Samuel? Asante Samuel has more interceptions than him. And oh, did he not? Did he not win win multiple rings? Yeah, it's it, the <laughs> Hall of Fame in every sport. It, it's absolutely ridiculous how they they try I think, to justify I think it. it. You it's... should you should have a small percentage of writers who are senior writers that don't have. Any any afflictions with what? Like if you have writers that are, if you have national writers and not regional writers, because how like how some guys get voted in or, or get a vote? You're like I don't even know that guy even played baseball. Like it's it's odd how they it's odd how they they do it all. And it's in years. We can talk about that for hours and hours. Uh, Steve, thanks for doing this. Thanks a ton, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, stop number four on the uh, baseball world tour. I thank you very much for doing this, man. Always a pleasure, man. What do you got? Uh, what do you got going on in in your world in the uh, the belly uh, up actually, world? Everything else. What's, as what's soon happening? as I get off of here, I'm going to be talking to Josh Watson. He just knocked out Greg Hardy on on the latest uh, Knuckle Mania three. Um, you know, uh, this coming week, I got I got a couple guys on. I'm looking to actually uh, interview UFC fighter Miranda Maverick's younger sister, who is who has just started her amateur career earlier last year. So I, I literally talk to everyone from UFC fighters to the amateur. Like I, I have this thing, man. Everyone has a story. We all need to hear it. We all have. We're all like onions, man. We need, we are layers. We just need help pulling pulling them back and people getting the stories out of us. You have a story. I have a story. Everyone need, has a story. We we all we all need to need to hear it. We all we all need to consume it in some way, way shape, or form. That's why podcasts have become as popular as it is. Just because everyone has a voice, everyone has a unique thing, a unique experience, a unique way of looking at life, whatever. Everything, every everything is special from from you know your basic entertainment to your pro sports to to whatever. There, there's there's a niche, there's a, a place for everything and every one of us. Um, as far as you know, what we're doing moving forward, uh, this is something you should that 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 you should guys should be having fun with. I'm getting ready to with belly up. I don't know if you've seen it launch a, a uh, sports card grading mem memorabilia type show. With, actually, uh, yeah, with, I got a with, buddy who's deep into, into that. So that's something yeah, I can so probably we, get uh, in on, uh, on with you a, guys. A he, card grading company reached out to me at the end of like the, the towards the end of last year yeah. and wanted to kind of get more involved in the thing, get out there more. So 
we're going to do some sports card stuff. We're going to do some hobby stuff. We're going to be bringing all kinds of people on. We are going to have athletes on. We're going to be having a lot of fun, nice. fun with that stuff. We're also going to be doing live grading, live breaking. We're also going to be giving away signed memorabilia from, from some of the guys that are that are sending stuff in for us to have graded for our listeners, for our fans. We're doing a lot of big things over here at, here at Belly Up Sports. It's only going to keep getting bigger, brother. There we go. I got a buddy who's down at the Tops Convention right now, down in, in uh, Arizona for the uh, for he's a big baseball car car guy, and he's yeah, uh, tell, tell him to reach out to uh, the grading authority, man. We're, we're we're trying to help them get to that next level. You know, I just see it. A lot of people are like, oh, where are they on the PSA level of things? I'm like, they're just a new company. We, they haven't it got just starts. Okay. That's how this how, this how it all works. Everybody was yeah, born right. one day, and you, you just grow, right? Yeah, Anyways. exactly. Steve, like like I said, once again, thank you for doing this, and uh, we'll. Uh, We'll be in touch for later on the season. See how the Phillies are doing. We'll uh, we'll do this again soon. Definitely. Have a good one, my brother. Thank you, sir.